the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. And welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. Welcome to our listeners here in Ohio as I host Bob Bernie Live. But also welcome to our listeners in Washington, D.C. and the surrounding areas as you listen on WAVA 105.1 FM. Um, I believe Don Crow will be back live on the air tomorrow. I believe that's the case. And I know those of you in Washington, D.C. miss Don when he's not there, but it's always a privilege for me to be able to uh, sit in even with a a gravelly voice. Anyway, my number is uh, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. I don't know whether you heard this. This has not been covered in the mainstream media, but... um, the offices of Focus on the Family in Colorado Springs was, uh, well, attacked, I guess would be a strong word. It was vandalized pretty severely um, on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, why? Focus on the Family, um, an organization dedicated to promoting family, family values, marriage. Why would they be attacked? Well, because they are standing for family and family values and traditional marriage. Uh, It was in response to the uh, shooting at the Q Club, the uh, LGBTQIA plus bar in Colorado Springs. And may I say right at the outset, that was a terrible tragedy. It should be condemned. There is no excuse. There is no reason why anyone would not condemn what happened there. Uh, I, oh my goodness, I heard a female, and I didn't pay any attention to her name because after I listened to about 30 seconds of her video, I didn't want to know who she was. Seriously. But she posted... It was either on Twitter or or, uh, Facebook or whatever, a brief video, and she basically said, well, she was really glad that all those five people died in that nightclub because they were living a sinful lifestyle, and they just got what they deserved, and now they're waking up in hell. And all right, number one, that woman has no idea the spiritual condition of those people. Intentional pause, because I want you to think about that. Any Christian is capable of any sin. The 
determination of whether they're really a believer, a follower of Christ, a child of God, is whether there is conviction over the sin. But so anyway, and I think most of you know that it was a despicable thing, absolutely despicable, assigning everyone to hell and quite happy about it. That is not the message of the New Testament. We are not to rejoice in the death and the suffering of other people. So anyway, um, Focus on the Family was vandalized on Thanksgiving Day, uh, and the, uh, the graffiti said, quote, their blood is on your hands, five lives taken. Let me repeat that. This is what was uh, painted um, on the Office of Focus on the Family. And, and remember, the shooting was in Colorado Springs, and that's where the office, the headquarters for Focus on the Family is. Their blood is on your hands, five lives taken. So obviously, some radical leftist assigned blame for what happened at the nightclub to focus on the family. Now, I would challenge anybody to find even one quote from anyone at Focus on the Family, all the way back to the days of James Dobson to today, Jim Daly, or anyone else associated with Focus on the Family, that would be a message of hate that would cause anyone to go into a gay nightclub and start shooting. But have you noticed how quiet the news media has become about the shooting at the Q Club? Have you seen anything about it Uh, in the last several days? Have you seen anything about the suspect in the last few days? Anything in mainstream media, anything on CNN, CBS, ABC, NBC, anything? Now, I'm not the prophet, uh, I'm not a prophet nor the son of a prophet, but the day after the shooting, I predicted, kid, I'm not always right. I'm sure that sometimes I'm not often right, but occasionally I predicted that this story was going to go very, very quiet, very, very quickly, which is unusual. A shooting at a gay nightclub? You would think that that would be everywhere for days and days and days and days. And here's the reason why. The day after the shooting, we found out that the shooter was a part of the LGBTQIA plus community. Now, I don't know whether he had ever been to this nightclub or not. We, we don't know. But he has declared himself through his attorneys to be non-binary. He is not a he or a she, a her or a him. He is non-binary. And, of course, everyone knows that someone who identifies as non-binary is a part of the LGBTQIA plus community. So the shooter was actually a part of the community 
that supported the gay bar. And that's why the story went silent. If he had been a Trump supporter, if he had had a MAGA hat on, if they had searched his home and found all kinds of Republican paraphernalia and Trump posters, why, we would be hearing it nonstop for weeks and weeks. But it didn't fit the narrative that the mainstream media wants to present. Now, does this increase or decrease the tragedy? No. I have been contending this for a long, long time. The value of a life is not determined by who kills them. That's what the news media wants us to believe. This person's life is important because they were killed by this race or this kind of person. But this person's life didn't count at all because they were, well, they were killed by somebody else. And I just find it fascinating that um, this story that focused on the family was vandalized. Their blood is on your hands, five lives taken. But then ultimately, that the whole story about the Q nightclub shooting has just gone absolutely quiet. Don't expect it to come back. It doesn't fit the narrative. All of a sudden, those five people that were shot and killed, well, they're not as valuable as they were before we knew who the shooter was. Terrible thing. A terrible thing. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Again, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much. And I am uh, I'm very grateful that God has given me a voice uh, to last, I think, the rest of the program. Um, Earlier today, I I wasn't sure, but uh, I I sent a message to my wife. I said, you must be praying. Because when I went on the air at 3.30, I thought, I'm not going to make it. And then by 4 o'clock, actually, my voice began getting stronger. So anyway, I'm thankful for a lot of things. I'm thankful for all of you. Thankful for the privilege of being your host. And I'm thankful that God has given me a voice today, in spite of the the cold. Uh, A common theme on my program is trying to expose how the liberal progressive left here in America thrives on division. Not unity, they thrive on division. That's how they stay in power. And this has been true for a long, long, long time. The liberal left tries to divide us economically. 
the rich and the poor, the rich and the poor. Uh, how many times from the liberal left have you heard about the 1%, the 1%, the 1%, the 1%? We hear that constantly. What is the ultimate purpose to make all the rest of us mad at them? Now, I don't know whether they earned that money, deserved the money, or whether it was given to them. I don't know. But I'm not jealous of them. The Bible commands me not to covet, not to be jealous. The liberal left constantly tries to get us to be jealous of other people and to divide us. They try to divide us economically. They try desperately to divide us racially. That's why the liberal left sees racism in everything. Can I give you an example? Here is a CNN article from uh, November 25th, just a few days ago. And the article is trying to tell all of us that daylight savings time is racist. Say what? Huh? Daylight savings time is racist? Hmm. I thought, well, this is going to be interesting. And so I read the article. It's five pages long. Now, as I said earlier in the program today, I don't consider myself to be a great intellectual. I'm really not. But I do have some common sense, and I'm somewhat logical. Well, this article may be intellectual, but it's one of the most illogical arguments that I have ever read. I don't have time to go through the whole five pages, so let me summarize the article for you. And you can read it for yourself. Uh, The headline, Daylight Savings Time Sheds Light on Lack of Sleep's Disproportionate Impact in Communities of Color. So let me walk you through the so-called logic of the argument. Number one, Lack of sleep causes health problems. Okay. Yeah, I can, yeah, okay. Lack of sleep causes health problems. Number two, minorities have more health problems than white people. Okay, I think that's factually true. Okay. Number three, daylight savings time causes lack of sleep. Therefore, daylight savings time is racist. Uh, Did you follow that logic? Lack of sleep causes health problems. Minorities have more health problems than white people. Daylight saving time causes lack of sleep. So therefore, daylight savings time is racist. Now, one thing they don't mention is that the lack of sleep from the changing of times lasts three or four days. After that, it goes away. It's like jet lag. I have traveled all of my adult life. And yeah, jet lag is bad at times, but it goes away. You adjust. Well, they don't talk about that. But then let me get to one of the most ridiculous Ridiculous things I've seen in a long time. Let me uh, turn over to page four of this five-page article from CNN proving that daylight savings time is racist. Uh, 
they are quoting an expert by the name of Jackson. Okay? Listen to this. This, again, is on page four of an article proving that daylight savings time is racist. And I quote, Jackson, this expert, added that she often reflects on how the shooting death of Breonna Taylor in Louisville in March of 2020 and the shooting of George Floyd's four-year-old grandniece in Houston on New Year's Day both happened when they were asleep. What? 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 Huh? What? Let me read that again to you. Jackson added that she often reflects on how the shooting death of Breonna Taylor in Louisville in March of 2020 and the shooting of George Floyd's four-year-old grandniece in Houston on New Year's Day both happened when they were asleep and how systems of structural racism in the U.S. can cultivate conditions that make such incidents more likely to happen in black communities. Because two individuals were killed in their sleep. And daylight savings time affects your sleep. And therefore, because these were black people who were killed in their sleep, it proves daylight savings time is racist. I read this article from CNN and I thought, are you people actually being paid to write this stuff? Do you really expect anybody with any intellect, any reason, any common sense at all to believe this? And the answer is they are hoping that you just read and accept and don't think. Just read it and believe it. Don't think. Well, folks, I hope you think. God gave us a brain. I think he expects us to use it. I really, really do. Hey, folks, thanks so much for putting up with the gravelly voice today. It's been an honor and a privilege to be your host. Hope you have a wonderful evening. But as I say at the end of every program, wherever you go and whatever you do, please remember whose you are. Listen, listen, think, think, discern, discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.